Thanks so much, you guys, for tuning in to the Connection Crisis Podcast. I'm your host, Marlena Alvarez, and I am so privileged to have my good friend, Tiffany, on the show today. Tiffany is an amazing coach. She coaches on all things networking and how to build your referral base to help you build your business. And I feel really, really, really privileged to have her on the show today because this podcast, as you guys know, is all about building relationships. It's going to help you grow your business, grow yourself, and just have a better life experience. So this topic is something that I'm super passionate about. Um, It's how I've built my business. It's how I continue to build my business. And I know it's something that a lot of people right now are struggling with. (laughs) Um, So thanks so much, Tiffany, for being on the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. So let's start this off a little bit, just telling us about you. I know you're an author, you're a trainer, you're a coach, but tell us a little bit about how you got started in networking and um, why networking. Um, Was there like an aha moment when you're like, man, this really works. Um, I want to tell everybody (laughs) about how to do this. Um, Was there a moment that you had like that? And tell us a little bit about how you got started. Well, it's interesting if you would have told me 20 some years ago when I was in college that this is where I would end up being, I totally would not have thought that at all. You know, my goal was genetic research, genetic engineering, but then I kind of found out what all was involved. And I'm like, "Uh, I either need to change schools or change majors. And I got into business. I'm like, all right, cool. This is sweet. Got my, I have my business degree and I went out into the world, got that really cool job with all the perks. And a couple of years later, there was some restructuring of the organization I was with. And all of a sudden, my position was gone. And it was either, you know, here's the severance package or you can take a demotion. Now, that same month, it was March of 2003, something else happened that kind of impacted my decision. My mom, who had been battling breast cancer for the previous 17 months, she was given a terminal diagnosis and maybe a couple of weeks left to live. And so the severance package is the way that I went and it was really awesome because I got to take that time and she hung on, you know, sometimes they say she, people will hang on and she did. Uh, We actually got to celebrate her 47th birthday, three and a half months later, I had this huge party, all of her friends were there. Um, And then the next day she came out, had breakfast with us, went back to take a nap and never woke up. And so I I was left with, okay, what am I going to do with my life? You know, I've lost my mom, my best friend. Uh, I don't have a job. What am I going to do? And I'm like, this, this dream of being an entrepreneur, of being your own boss, of, you know, making your own schedule just sounded really, really cool. So I'm like, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start my own business. So I picked up and moved from North Carolina to Florida and started a a business. Yeah. Let's move. Let's move from the Carolina to Florida. Sound familiar, right? I know. (laughs) I was just a little bit more North than you are. Um, But it was, you know, I'm like these dreams of this business, but what I found is just because you have a business doesn't mean that you have any business. And I, and and I actually spent the next uh, 18 months or so cold calling, knocking on doors and I'm good at it though. I hated doing it. And I got a random call. Some guy out of a phone book was like, Hey, you want to come check out this networking event? And I I walk in and it was like, you know, the, the, the clouds parted, the sun came through. It was like, Oh, oh my gosh, there's this room full of people that we could work together to help each other grow our businesses. And I just fell in love with what networking could have been. However, when I was in school, so I've got a business degree with a marketing focus. They didn't teach us how to network. That, that wasn't one of the topics. So I went to the library. I mean, this is, you know, how long ago it was. I actually went to the library to see about getting books on networking and a lot of trial and error. And what I found was a lot of the things that they tell you to do when 
networking to grow your business by referral. I, I hate to say they're wrong. They're like the whole premise, premise of my first book is four and a half networking mistakes. Here's the things that the experts tell you to do that I don't recommend that you do because there's a better way to do it. And so I, it was just about finding here's the better way to do that networking. Here's the better way to do that referral marketing. And it, it worked so well for me. My business boomed. You know, I went from working like all the time, seven days a week from sunup to way past sundown to, you know, I was able to cut my work week back to four days a week, get my husband to quit his job and come work with me. And I had such success with that. I really loved sharing what I was, was doing. And I think it was 2008, I made the decision to go from, I was teaching some of this referral networking and marketing ideas part-time to that's what I'm going to do full-time, gave my husband the reins of my promotional products business. And so over the past, ooh, this year, it's going to be 13 years. Yay, that's my lucky number. Uh, I've been, you know, working with entrepreneurs, to help them get more referrals. So they have more money, more time and can have more fun. Because I see too many people that are kind of a slave <laughs> to their, their job. And to me, I didn't become an entrepreneur to work all the time. I became an entrepreneur because I wanted more in my life. And I see too many people waiting. And the fact that I had those couple months with my mom and I was able to be with her all day, every day without having to worry. I mean, it, it worked out. I had a severance package, but now I want to make sure that I have that life. So if something were to happen, because uh, you never know, I lost my mom at 47. A couple of years ago, my, my husband's sister, Angie, she passed away at 45. Uh, and so a lot of times people think, and here I'm turning 42 in a couple of days, actually. Uh, but I mean, you don't think of 40 being that old, but I've lost two major women in my life in their, their 40s. And so we just don't know how much time we have. And so I think for entrepreneurs, it's, it's crucial. I don't think balance exists, but I think you need to have a harmony where you get to enjoy all aspects of your life. And if we can have business with those referrals flowing in, that definitely helps. That's so true. I love your story and I love your um, position on networking and why it's important because it's similar to my viewpoint and um, your story is actually hauntingly similar to mine because I moved from, from South Carolina to Florida and started my business from scratch and knowing nobody just purely on referrals and networking and, um, I blew up my business in nine months and everybody was like, where did this woman come from? Where, <laughs> how did, how did she do this? And so I had so many people coming to me asking me, how did you do this? Like other agents wanting assistance to replicate my success in their own businesses that I just started doing these little like mini workshops for networking. I've done networking one-on-one -on -one events. Um, I haven't had one recently because of COVID. So I've been doing them kind of virtually. Um, but I'm not anywhere near the level you have taken your career to make this a full-time thing. It's just something I'm so passionate about because I know it works. And, you know, I'm, I'm a sales trainer and a coach too for real estate agents specifically. But, you know, when I'm teaching sales and I'm training people and, you know, we teach them how to cold call and door knock and um, all these other sales skills, but I don't, I don't do those, a lot of those things in my business. And so the one thing that I do enjoy teaching the most is networking because not everybody's going to be a good door knocker. Not everybody's going to kill it on the phones or be able to, you know, blow people's minds with amazing PowerPoint presentations, you know, and listing presentations, but everybody can make a friend and I can help people leverage that skill to help them grow their business because people don't care what you sell, what you're doing, you know, what you got going on if they don't know you and how much you care about them because yeah. people work with who they like, know, and trust. And so 
the whole premise of networking, in my opinion, is to learn how to that learn the skill of building that with new people quickly, building rapport with people you've never met quickly, and you know, just appealing to new people and new opportunities. It's uh, resourcing people is a genuine skill you can develop. <laughs> so that's why what you're doing and teaching people is so important. Um, I hate cold calling. I hate, yeah. I don't like I to do it. Do, it does do not too. work for me. I have friends with like massive success in that, in that are very skilled in doing that. Um, it just brings me no joy. And so I made networking part of my business strategy because <laughs> I, I don't ever get burned out on it. Like meeting new people and just trying to bring as much value to those around me is just like something I enjoy doing. I like going that, to parties. That day I was stuff. able to quit cold calling for good was like such a Oh, finally, no more of those. I'd much right. rather network and build build relationships That's than so go true. cold calling for sure. Yeah, it's definitely exhausting. So question. So you yes. do you see a lot of people, you help a lot of people develop this skill of networking. Why is it sometimes that certain people like roll like we did, like we roll into networking, we just found our thing and it's just <laughs> like, man, this was made for us. This type of selling was designed for us and we're just do it. Now, granted, I know you and I both were very intentional, did a lot of research and really had a strategy behind what we did. But why is it that some people are like us are massively successful and then you have other people rolling into networking events or they try it once one or once or twice and they're like, this doesn't work. This okay. So there's kind of two different ways that I can answer that. First, you mentioned the intention. I do think strategy makes a huge difference. If I'm going into a, a networking event just because there's a networking event in my neighborhood or there's a networking event on Zoom, what, what is my intention? What is my goal? So one of the things that I talk about is you uh, have 19 networking nuggets when it comes to, to networking. And so one of them, number two, is have a goal. So I think it's really important for us to set a goal anytime we go to a networking event, whether it's in person or whether it's via Zoom. And that could be whether it's how many new people do I want to meet? And those could be prospects. It could be potential referral sources. It could be people you want to invite to other events. It could be let me reconnect with folks and even just schedule a 30-minute Zoom call or grab a cup of coffee to, to reconnect with them. So it's what's my goal? What's my intention? What do I want to do? Though for a lot of people, and this kind of brings me to the second point, there's this networking disconnect. What, and, and I was guilty of it when I first started going networking. <laughs> My goal was I want to get two new clients. Here's the problem with that. People don't go to networking events to buy, but people go to networking events to sell. So if you're walking into a room, nobody's there with their checkbook or the credit cards like, yes, please take my money. They're there working on their business. So there's this disconnect. And that's why when people are like, oh, what's your elevator pitch or your sales pitch when you're networking? And I'm like, well, but it's networking isn't a selling event. Like to me, networking, it's almost kind of like speed dating. Let mm -hmm. me see who's in the room that I might want to continue that relationship on with. Rarely is it, okay, we're going to do it all at the networking event. So it's to me, I want to go to the meeting, go to the networking event to see who I want to book another meeting with. So you're to trying to find like a landing yeah. point with that person because it's more about who that person knows or is there somebody I can refer them is there somebody they can refer me it's like we're not necessarily trying to go in and um automatically sell them I hate that when you're at a networking <laughs> event like the first thing that somebody says is they ask you like what you do and then they immediately jump into well I do this wouldn't this be good for you or like try and sell you something like right away and it's like <laughs> ugh, like I don't even know you man like all you want is like my money and I'm like I wasn't gonna come here to buy for like I, I never heard anybody say it like that but it's so true well and it, it's funny I think about 
building relationships, whether it's a romantic relationship or a business relationship kind of goes through the same thing. And that's why I like to use the comparison of dating. Cause most of us, even if we didn't have good dating experience, <laughs> like I'm really excited uh, and happy. Like I met my husband when we were like freshmen in college. And so I really haven't done like the adult dating thing and I've never done like the online dating thing. So, oh my gosh, you know, thanks honey, Rob, love you to death. Appreciate not having to go through that, but you know, you see it on TV or you hear the horror stories, but business relationships are the same. If I'm at a networking event, like you just said, the person comes up to you, don't you want to use me? It's like, Hey, I met you at the bar. Do you want to get married? Yeah, no. We ain't quite there yet. <laughs> like we need a little bit more time. And so I think for a lot of people, networking doesn't work because they're not, they're not willing to put the time in to build the relationships that you need for the referrals. And a lot of people use networking and referrals interchangeably. But to me, networking is what I do to meet the people. Then I need to develop relationships if I want referrals. I actually think they should rename referral marketing to relationship marketing because you're not going to get referrals from folks until you have the relationship with them. And a lot of people think, let me go join this networking group or that networking group, or I'm a part of 10 networking groups. I've been to three networking events today. I look at it as who are those four, six, or eight relationships? Who are the four, six, or eight people that can pass me referrals all day, every day? One of the exercises I love to have people do is, you know, write down the names of your top 12 referral sources. And if you've got a really great referral marketing plan going on, you should be able to get at least eight or 10 pretty quickly. Most folks that I talk to struggle after two or three of those names because it's more of this broad shotgun approach versus it really needs to be that laser focus of who are those handful of people that can pass us referrals all day, every day. And then what am I doing to educate and motivate them to generate those referrals reciprocally? Yeah, that's so true. I, I look at the, when I was first getting into real estate um, and I've, I've continued doing this as I grow my business and as the, as I change and develop, I, I study the success of other people. I look at people who are doing what I want to do or, um, or where I want to be. And I say, what are they doing that's different from what I'm doing or what, what commonalities do all those people have? Um, Cause I want to embody that, whatever that is. And when I look at those people, um, they, they all seem to have this same thing in common. They're really good at, at connecting with people mm. that they've a done business with their community. Um, they're great self promoters and they, they constantly look for opportunities to bring value, but people want to send them business because they like them. You know what I mean? Because they, they, they want to trust them with their business. Um, whether they've got a great online presence or they're just really like in people's faces constantly. <laughs> um, so as somebody starting a new business, it can seem almost like I can't, like they're, they're successful and I'm, I'm not that person. I'm not good at self-promoting. I'm not good at, you know, getting, putting myself out there. I haven't developed, those skills within myself, or they think they just don't possess them at all, but they know they need these things to, to reach that level of success. What would you tell somebody if they're first starting out, like in this networking, um, entrepreneurial journey, I guess, what would be the first thing you would tell them to start doing? Oh, the first thing it's so hard, right? Man, yeah. So one so of the many. things I love about referral marketing is it's others promoting you. So you don't have to. So right. it is about finding those right folks that would be good at promoting you if you are not as comfortable with it. Though probably one of the number one objectives that I think people want to have to be successful in business is having others speak positively on their behalf, creating buzz. So I think testimonials and success stories 
are really a, a great ammunition to give your referral sources so that A, they feel like they can trust you more because they've seen what you've done for your clients. And it's social proof. I mean, how many times have we gone online, whether it's a, a product on Amazon or somebody that we're looking at on Google or a restaurant that we want to go to on Yelp? And we're looking at, you know, what are the reviews for this company? What are the reviews for this person? What are the reviews for their, that product? And so I think people are paying a lot of attention to that. And so I don't know if I have to pick one. I don't know that I want to You don't pick have one. to pick one necessarily. Yeah, but, but I would definitely like, would be focused on... Yeah. I would be focused on capturing success stories from my clients. And it's not just, oh, Marlena was amazing. Tiffany was great. It's, you know, what, what, were, what was able to be resulted because of working with you? And we want to make sure it's benefits focused. So for me, my goal is to help people make money, save time and have fun. So if you look at my testimonials or my success stories, they're either touching on one, two, or all three of those aspects because that's the benefits. It's not about right. the process that we go through. It's not about the steps that, that we work through. I remember there was a personal trainer that my husband was trying to get me to go to. And all I heard was he'll make you throw up. You can't get out of bed. You can't lift your arms. And I'm like, honey, why would I want to go to this person? It sounds miserable. It took me seven months to go for the first time because everything that people were saying about him was turning me off. Well, finally I went because, you know, my husband eventually convinced me and I ended up losing 10 pounds over the next couple months and I was feeling better, but people weren't giving testimonials in that way. They weren't saying those positive things that were attractive to me. So you not only want to make sure that you're getting good success stories or testimonials, but focus on what you help your clients do. And I think that's really important. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think that especially in real estate, like mm. having character references or people who can speak up for you, like that's how I've you know built my business is, is creating a raging fan base of people who really love me and want to see my business succeed. Um, you know, going and speaking for me when I'm not there, I I I, I kind of equate it when I'm talking to my agents and like when I'm training them, like networking is like planting seeds. Mm -hmm. Every time you go make a new connection and you build a new relationship, it's like you're planting a seed. And if you water that relationship, if you take care of it, if you cultivate it, um, if you put the time in to make sure it has what it needs in the beginning and it grows, it'll basically become a tree that will pretty much be there. You won't really have to do a whole lot, but it'll feed you the rest of your life as long as you continue to, you know, tend to it when it needs needs stuff, you know, but the relationship is established. But in the yeah, beginning, and I, think, I think the fact that time. you're saying, you know, that you have to tend to it, you know, sometimes I think people will think, oh, I've met this person once. That's enough. No. Well, I mean, if we think about it, how many of us are still best friends for, with our best friend from kindergarten? Or how many of us are still with our first love? I mean, yeah. th those aren't usually two things. Relationships can heat up and they can cool down. So yeah, you've got to tend to them. You've got to continue to work them. And we are going to need different relationships throughout the rest of our lives. And this is kind of the season that I'm in. I'm in a new season in my life where I need new people. I need different people. I have my old relation, my, my established relationships that, that are important, but I need new ones too. Yeah. Like continuously need new ones. So even if you're established in your business, like the process of building and evaluating your goals and then like resourcing people is a skill we all need to use um, as we continue to evolve and grow because we're always hitting new plateaus and reaching for the next thing I am anyway. So um, I know there's a lot of people out here that are the same, but um, well, and, so that, and that might, you know, you asked earlier, what's the difference? I think both you and I are willing to invest in, yes 
our success and whether that's money or time. Uh, I've seen a lot of people that are what's free is for me. And I'm not saying that you can't get a ton, a ton, a ton of amazing stuff for free. But I think sometimes it's interesting that, that some study was done. I don't remember where, so please don't quote me. Um, but it was like they did the same program for people that they paid a hundred grand. I'm sorry, a hundred dollars for a thousand dollars for it or 10 grand for it. And the people that paid more got more from the program. Uh, mm -hmm. And it was the exact same program, which is, you know, an interesting way of the human mind works. So sometimes even the more money or time you invest, even if it's the same thing, the more you'll get out of it. And so I think the people that are doing well, you know, our worlds were rocked last March with everything changing. I think the people that have been successful and are continuing to be successful are people that are continuing to invest in themselves, getting better, making those improvements. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, actually speaking about March and COVID, I have a lot of coaching agents right now. Um, I see two different kinds of people and this in my, in my business specifically real estate, but I'm sure it's true across the board. My business, I've had the best year ever. Like 2020 was the best year I ever have ha had to date mm -hmm. in real estate. And I'm very, very blessed. Um, it's a miracle um, that, I mean, I know it's because I, have, it's like the accumulation of all the work I've done, but in the comment over the last, you know, seven years and, you know, the fact that interest rates were amazing, you know what I mean? But I have so many realtors, like, especially my new agents who are struggling right now because the, I already had an established referral base, a network that I could leverage during this time, whereas they do not. And there's a lot of them are struggling to, you know, really build a sphere of influence or they feel almost there's so much a layer of fear. Like yeah. people don't want to talk to me right now. People don't want to attend events. There's not anything going on. Like how do they don't even know where to start. So it's like, I'm giving them ideas. I'm sending them event calendars <laughs> and all these things like go to these stuff Like go online. It's like <sighs> happening. But you know, it's like, what would you say to somebody who is struggling growing their business in this season of, of life with all the stuff going on in the world? Um, what would you say to them? Like, as like to help them get, get ignited in the right direction. Like, <laughs> so there's a part of me that's like, you got to do something. All right. Nothing going to happen. <laughs> yes. um, I just hosted in December, an event called jumpstart 2021. Like there's so much that we can be doing though. It's easy to fall victim to BSO um, syndrome, bright, shiny object syndrome. And like, let me try all these different things. And I think when we've got this fear we don't commit to trying them completely. Like, let me stick my toe in, mm -hmm. but I don't go all the way. And so to me, it's not, let me try these 10, 20, 30 different new things today. It's what are one or two things that I'm going to commit to doing from start to finish and work on those. Um, and some of it's people's mind trash and that, yeah. that can be hard to, to overcome. So you know, whether it's affirmations or whether it's, you know, a little meditation to start the day, sometimes we just have to fake it till we make it. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's, what's going on in Tampa Bay though, right now? Like as far as like networking, like how are people networking now that COVID like, are they networking? Like, what are you doing? Like, so the, <laughs> the introvert in me, which people laugh, they're like, no, she's not. I'm like a hundred percent. I am. I've got the test results. I can prove it. I actually like the zoom networking. Everybody else is like, when are we going back to in person? And I'm like, hopefully never, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't mind the in-person, uh, but I certainly don't mind the zoom. You do have to network them differently. And so it's interesting. I think people that are people are missing the human connection. So I'm not saying at all that, it, that Zoom is a replacement, but if you're approaching a, an, an 
networking event that's online, the same way you're doing a networking event in person, that could be some of the disconnect. I think you have to approach it a little bit differently. Um, I do know that there are some groups that are meeting in person. I know the Tampa Bay Chamber has been doing some in-person events. Working Women at Tampa Bay have been doing some in-person events. And I also know some groups that haven't gone back to the in-person. And it's funny, I have an event in-person scheduled the last weekend of January. And people are like, when are you going to know if we're having it? I'm like, oh, like the week or two. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. will happen, you know? I had to miss Thanksgiving because of a, well, with the family, I didn't miss it uh, because of an exposure. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. And I think people are so into when are we going back to normal? I think that we have to deal with where are we at now? Where are we at today? I think, you know, when we shut down in March and they said two weeks, it's okay to wait for normal, but we're going on 10 months now. I don't think we're going back anytime soon to what it was. I think we've got to figure out what the new thing is. And so if people are in this fear mindset or people are like, I'm going to wait. Um, I hope you got lots of money in the, in the bank. Cause I, I don't know how soon things are going to change. I think we have to deal with, here's the circumstances that we have here today. You know, yeah. I, I, I much prefer to do, I offer a program called ignite your business. It's the one I'm supposed to be doing at the end of this month in person. We do it three days. It's such an amazing time. There's a dozen of us. Typically, it's a very intimate event. We get really in depth with people's referral marketing. However, is it safe for us to do that? You know, still kind of waiting to, to see. To, to make the decision. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things we have to weigh out what's best, what's best for everybody. And, you know, my, one of my biggest fears is, okay, do I host an event and then everybody gets sick or somebody dies and then I'm going to have that in my conscious and oh my gosh, how, how do you live with yourself? And so for me, you know, I still haven't made the decision. I've got a couple of weeks and I've, I've been very open. The people that have registered, they, they know there's a potential and we'll do it differently. Um, otherwise I think people, you know, if you're waiting for things to get back to normal, we, you know what, if in two months we're back to normal and it was a year and it ran its course and we're done. Brilliant. Yes. It could be another couple of years, you know, the influenza that we had in the 19, I think it was like 1918 or something. It was almost a two year quarantine. And so who knows what's going to happen. So I recommend that you start doing business for the way business is today. What would you say that is now? Uh, like what, what are we doing now that we, how have, how would you recommend what would you recommend people adapt? Are we going online? Like is social media, like the biggest where we should be meeting people? Like how do we meet people or find the potential new relationships we need given that we can't go and meet them in person anymore and just yeah. bump into them? <laughs> so we could potentially maybe bump into them at an online networking event. And so when I attend an online networking event, I'm looking at, okay, who here would be good for me to refer to somebody in my network? Or who here could be a good potential referral source for me? And then I follow up with, hey, let's do a Zoom call. Or if you feel, you know, okay, getting back together in person, hey, let's go get a coffee. Um, as long as both people feel comfortable with it either way, I say go with what works, you know, for, for the pair. And you develop those relationships. We're just doing it online instead of offline. I think social media is really great to help continue that relationship, but I think you still need to be talking to people. And here's the thing. If this happened 20 years ago, it would be a very, very different landscape, but with zoom and the ease and cameras and people can see you, I think it is not the same. Cause you only get to see each other. You know, uh, we've got like, here's us from, you know, our top, <laughs> 
you know, fifth of our body, but at least that's better than nothing. So to me, don't do the phone, grab, you know, a camera, get, be undivided. I, so in December for the very first time I had a mess up in my schedule. And so I was on a part of a zoom call while driving. And I thought it was the worst thing that had ever happened. That's very like, I have no idea how people do this zoom and driving thing. I'm like, I did it once and I will never do it again. Like, no. Yeah, uh, so I recommend, you know, being present with the person. It's not like, let me play on my phone. I don't even know where my phone is. I'm like, let me play with my phone or let me, you know, answer emails. It's being present with that person and developing those relationships. And, you know, if you feel like doing it on per- in person, brilliant. Um, if you want to do it online, it's still the relationship progression. And I think that's why most people networking fail is because I go to the event and I meet people, but I don't do anything with them. And so we're just having to be online more than before, though. I'll, I'll be honest. Sometimes that can be a good thing. Cause if I'm driving 30 minutes or an hour to see you 30 minutes, an hour back, or I'm dealing with people around the country. I mean, it does give some flexibility and freedom. And so I try to look at, and this is just me in general. I try to look at what's, what's the positive. If I can't change the negatives, you know, there's nothing that I can do if, they've um, shut down restaurants or if the restaurants are open, you know, I can't control if we can go to the theme parks or not, but I can deal with what I can deal with. And so I think we just have to learn to, to actively work with the circumstances that we're given. You can't change it. Don't complain about it. And let's just figure out the best way to make it happen. That's so true. And (laughs) I think some of the positive things that could come out of this, like, So in my opinion, like I think having a really robust online presence Mm -hmm. in this time is so crucial because people aren't going out. They aren't, you know, as much. They're spending more time in their devices trying to connect and see what their friends and family are doing, you know, looking at things on, you know, just because that's that's where we're at. You know, we're doing doing the best we can doing things like this, the podcast um, you know, reaches more people being active on social media, Facebook live, even if you're not, you know, technical, if you're like, oh my gosh, I could never do a podcast, you know, more power to you, but could you do a Facebook live? Yeah, you can. And yeah. I think that's one of the things that, um, was such a competitive advantage for me when I started my business seven years ago, like in real, I was doing, I was posting it. I didn't know any, I knew people, but I did, I knew I didn't know enough people. Cause I'd been working in sales long enough before I did real estate to know yeah. that it was all about how many people can I get in front of. So I didn't know a lot of people. And so one of the first things I did was I started posting in social media group and like Facebook groups and stuff. And that was before, like right when Facebook groups got, it was like yeah. the wild west. There was no roles. You could do what you wanted. <laughs> now it's totally different. So, I mean, you can't just do whatever you want in groups. They'll kick you out if you start spamming them because people are over it. But I got so much business Mm. back then from doing that. And then just documenting what I was doing with my business on my Facebook page, on um, social media. And um, people really got a a chance to look inside my life. And I was still working. And I think that's important for us. There's so many people right now who have slowed down, who aren't really doing as as much. People want to see what you're doing in your business. So posting it online, even since you can't go and tell everybody about it in person, you know, Take this time to really, if you aren't good at social media and you're not able to really, you haven't really focused on that (laughs) as part of your business in the past, maybe right now is a good time to do that because it's free unless you're paying for an ad on on your, 
you know, business page, which that's not really what we're talking about in this podcast anyway. We want the, you know, interpersonal stuff. Um, it's yeah. free and it's giving people an idea to get to know you and what value you have and all that. So it's, I think it's a good opportunity to start working on some of these things, maybe that you haven't had time for because you've been so busy in the past to do and learn. Um, also, one of the things that I did when I first moved here is I didn't know anybody. And so I started a brand new Facebook page Mm -hmm. and I just started adding people that I thought were, you know, movers and shakers online. And I went in and I actually would post in these, there's so many great Facebook groups of people, like, especially like in the St. Pete market where I'm at, like, let's meet St. Pete networking. Y'all have way better stuff than I do up here. (laughs) Like Tampa Bay's got a lot too, though. I mean, they've got a networking group, um, Facebook page. I mean, there's tons in any area or city that you're living in. I mean, you can find a, a group on Facebook geared toward connecting people or meeting people or networking or business or that you can join. And if you don't know what the group is, so to me, asking for referrals is awesome. So, you know, if I'm looking for a profession and I don't know those people, let me ask somebody in my network for a referral. You know, if I'm looking for that social, that Facebook group, um, I don't remember what I was looking for, something random. I'm trying to garden. So I think I asked, you know, is there a good gardening group that anybody is a part of? Um, I am not a good gardener. I probably killed as many plants, but that's like my hobby now in COVID. So I'm turning my off. Like when my husband comes into my office, he's like, it smells green in here. I'm like, well, yeah, it's all my plants that don't die yet. Um, I'm having no luck with lavender, but tomatoes in my arrow garden is working. So I'm, I'm trying, but you know, ask for the referral to the community or ask for the referral to the network you know, take advantage of the people that you already know and see who they know that could be able to help you out potentially. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I did. I, every new person I'd meet, I'd try to use it as like a launching pad to get, you know, to the next, next phase. Cause like <laughs> when I moved here, I didn't know anybody. So I didn't even have anybody to ask. So I literally went into like a for sale wanted or free group, I think. And I'm like, yeah. who I'm, I just, I, I just moved here. I'm don't know anybody. I need a church to go to, and mm-hmm. I need a business networking group. I need to meet people in bit that are in business here. Like who do yeah. I need to talk to? And then I had one person comment on that. And this woman literally sat down with me and had coffee and told Aww. me everybody, all the groups I needed to get in in Lakeland where I'm living at now. And she really kind of helped get me started, mm. but it was just one question and one person respond changed everything for me. Yeah. So don't think like, just cause take the opportunities and just ask for what you want. <laughs> um, even online. Um, and I would always like add pe- if I add somebody new, like on my Facebook page, one of the things mm. I would do would be, um, just send them a quick message. Like, thank you so much for adding me. Um, I'm a realtor here in Polk County. I just want to be a resource for my friends and family. So if you ever need anything, just give me a call. Uh, It wasn't like to sell anything to them. I didn't ask for a sale, but I just kind of, I'm not here to try and date you. You know, it was mainly, (laughs) or like, I don't want to like, I I don't already know you kind of thing, but I I would like to know you. Yes. So it was just something really you know, really quick. And then they'd see my content that I'm posting about me doing business and that I'm excited about it. I'm passionate about what I'm doing. And they would approach me later about it because I already kind of like put it out there. And if if they were totally turned off by my message, they delete me. And I'm like, okay, this is not the person I need anyway. So it's it's, again, it's relationship development. I'm seeing a little bit (laughs) of what you got going on. And I think social media has definitely given us the opportunity to get to know people better, quicker, 
Sometimes, sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's yeah, not. And I think I actually, that's how I, I think I started, fo- I think I started following you because I saw you in the Tampa Bay networking group at one point post something and I'm like, who is this woman? And I went and like looked at, or you commented on one of my, somebody tagged you because I asked for people who are like big in the networking scene mm. in Tampa and you came up and they, that they said Tiffany. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, like I need to meet Tiffany. Um, so I did. And it, it's been great. I've been yeah. really enjoying getting to know you um, and appreciate the value that you bring to my life and now to my listeners and friends yeah. that are listening to this podcast. So um, networking is like such an expansive topic. We could literally talk about it all day, but at least me and you could. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have but, a three-day program on it so I can talk. Yes, days exactly. Days. You probably talk for a week <laughs> on it. Um, but if somebody was trying to like stay connected with you and really wanted to, you know, learn more about, you know, how to network more effectively to get those referrals and wants to really dig in and spend more time on this. What opportunities do you have coming up that they can like really engage with? So I typically host at least one kind of freebie online event once a month. Uh, I have one tomorrow that's happening. So that's probably a little too soon for the listeners, but I do have, if you go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Tiffany speaks, slash events. I have typically all of my events up there, my freebie stuff, uh, the paid programs that I offer. I keep those up there. So it's easy to go find um, events. Right now I am doing most of my stuff online, which does work for people across the country and across the globe. So it does make it a little bit easier that way. You don't just have to kind of be in the Tampa Bay area with me. Um, But again, we do offer at least one freebie event every month to come check out, usually focus on how to get more referrals uh, how to how to make networking happy, how to deal with online networking if you hate it. <laughs> yeah, I, I get a lot of people, a lot of people are there. Um, so I 100% understand, you know, that frustration. And I'm pretty easy to find. My name is spelled Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-I-E, Kellogg, K-E-L-L-O-G. And I think I'm the only one, at least that I've seen out there. I'm very lucky in that way. So I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Uh, barely. I'm on Facebook a lot. I'm there on LinkedIn. TiffanyKellogg.com is my website. Uh, on YouTube, I'm Tiffany Kellogg. So I am pretty easy to find if you're you're looking for me. Yeah. And I'll make sure to add your links and everything in the details of cool. this podcast so people can go and look at that up and yeah. connect with you if they want to get involved or learn more. Um, you can also reach out to me if you need help getting in contact with Tiffany. But um, I really appreciate... Um, you being on the show today and was there was there anything else you wanted to say about networking before we close out like one what's like if there was one reason like why you would tell somebody that networking is worth giving a try what would that be so or i think be one? i mean there's four ways to grow your business you can grow by cold calling through pr or advertising um through but to me referrals is the best because referral marketing, actually people are more likely to spend more money with you. They're more likely to refer you. They're more likely to stay with you longer. So not only is networking and referral marketing awesome because, Hey, most of the time those clients are easier. The afterwards is, is way better as well. And so to me, it's kind of a, it does take a little bit of effort, but it's kind of like that snowball. You get a little bit going, you get a little bit going. And as it begins to, to grow, it's easier to add and add to, to where it almost becomes this, you know, rolling down the hill all by itself, you know, you get those right people and they can have business flowing to you all day, every day. And to me, that totally beats cold calling. Yes. And it's, <laughs> it's, I always tell my, my agents, I'm like, like cold calling is like being in the rat wheel. Like the moment you stop mm-hmm. running, 
it stops spinning. But networking is like that tree I was telling you about. Once you grow it, it will feed you when you're sleeping, when you're not there, it will continue to produce for you. And you don't have to be in the rat wheel (laughs) as long as you continue to take care of it. So I think it's definitely the payout for it is is worthwhile to invest time in because now I, I do the cold calling. I do the lead generation as part of my business strategy too. Yeah. But um, networking is definitely and referral, referral based um, sales, sales strategy. is like how I've, it's the pillar of my business. So it's, it's the main place where all my, my good leads come from. So. Yeah. And I mean, there's, you know, again, there's different ways to grow your business though. I I think it's interesting. Most people probably don't have a written referral marketing plan. Now I expect to get the majority of my business from referrals because that's what I do. It'd be kind of inauthentic for me to cold call somebody and say, hire me as your referrals coach. That doesn't really kind of work. Um, But I actually have a written referral marketing plan. That is here's, here's the, the components and the different pieces. And so where some people have a business plan, some might have a marketing plan. Like I have a referral marketing plan because to me, it's, it's that a lot of times people think referrals are just kind of, huh, we'll see what happens. I use the system. I know what's coming. I know when it's coming. Uh, here's the plan to get me there. And so I think it is about the intention and yeah. not just let's go to networking events. It's let's make these right relationships to make those referrals flow. That's awesome. Tiffany, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I look forward to um, connecting with you and learning from you in the future. And I hope all of our listeners will plug in um, with you and continue to grow as well. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank y'all for listening. Awesome. Y'all have a good day. Thanks.